1: You are listening to the Perspectives Series from Premier Mighton, a regular podcast on investment views from Premier Mighton's macro thematic multi-asset team. I am Anthony Rayner, co-fund manager with David Jane of Premier Mighton's range of macro thematic multi-asset funds. In this series, we provide our personal views and individual perspectives across a broad range of investment-focused topics based on over 50 years of combined investment experience. Inflation data boiling in oil? Oil prices have moved sharply higher of late, on the back of tight supply and extended cuts by some of the key oil producers. Oil feeds into headline inflation, which central banks officially target, and the degree to which central banks are hawkish or dovish remains a key driver of asset markets. Additionally, even though the oil price doesn't impact core inflation directly, there are risks of second-order effects, where high energy costs feed through to other components of the consumer basket. Who would be a central banker? In terms of year-on-year percentage change pressures, to be fair, the oil price is now around where it was about a year ago. But in recent months, inflation has actually been benefiting from lower year-on-year comparisons, and this is now starting to fall out. Furthermore, while the move higher in oil price might be a temporary spike, let's not forget that inflation is already above central bank targets in many countries. This therefore complicates the job of central banks and so feeds into uncertainty for markets. In the Eurozone, headline and core inflation both remain elevated, while the economic growth outlook is weakening, so stagflationary pressures are building. In the US, inflation has fallen further and growth is stronger, so stagflation is less of an issue. But unlike the ECB, which just targets inflation, the Fed has dual mandates of price stability and maximum employment. This challenges the dominant narrative that inflation is heading back to central bank targets and detracts from the potential of a subsequent dovish pivot. All in all, this supports our higher-for-longer base case. Looking at this scenario, it might mean for the third calendar year in a row that US Treasuries lose money. At the same time, yield curve control in Japan is looking increasingly likely that it will come to an end this year or early next, assuming prices and wages continue to rise sustainably. In short, bonds remain under pressure. Diversify and Conquer We remain relatively short-duration in bonds, emphasising their income characteristics rather than their diversifying properties. Instead, we look to a material gold position and a smaller agricultural commodities position as non-equity diversifiers of portfolio risk. Furthermore, within equities, we look to achieve more diversification than normal. For example, we have a significant exposure to Japan and a smaller position to India, which act to diversify global equity risk. Also, a material exposure to medium-sized companies, in part to diversify large tech that dominates equity markets. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode interesting. Look out for other episodes in the Perspective series.
0: This podcast is for investment professionals only and is issued by Premier Might and Investors, which is the marketing name for Premier Portfolio Managers Limited and Premier Fund Managers Limited, which are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. The value of investments can fall as well as rise. Thank you.